episode two of Live, Laugh, Learn with U3A. I am your host, Laureen Mulcahy. Today for our second episode, we're chatting with Lorraine McEwen-McKenzie from Belmont, near Newcastle. A warm welcome to our guest, Lorraine, from Belmont on the shores of lovely Lake Macquarie. Hello, Lorraine. How are you? (laughs) Today is a wonderful day. Are you enjoying the same blue sky that I'm enjoying? I, I certainly am, and, and it's the first day of spring today. How joyful. <laughs> There's always a first, isn't there, Lorraine? <laughs> yes. I understand you were born and bred in Lake Macquarie, in Belmont itself or in that area? I was. I was born in Redhead and um, moved all the way to Belmont North, which is probably about five kilometres if, if you're lucky. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I've, I've travelled well, but I've, I've never lived anywhere else but in beautiful Lake Macquarie. I agree with you about beautiful Lake Macquarie. It's where I live as well, and I was born in Charlestown, so not far from Redhead. Redhead was Redhead was my favourite beach, and I'm sure you've done many walks on Redhead Beach. Yes, certainly have. <laughs> Grew up on Redhead Beach, actually. Um, loved it. Used to run down to the surf every day, barefooted, and squeeze lemon juice into my hair to make it blonde and fell <laughs> in love with a surfer boy there. Oh, a surfer <laughs> boy. It sounds like puberty blues to me. <laughs> uh, kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We're not going any further with that line of conversation. <laughs> oh, dear. So, all right, looking back then, what did you enjoy doing other than running down to the surf and enjoying Redhead Beach? Well, look, when I was when I was, I have a twin sister, and when we were thirteen, our little brother joined the local pipe band over here in Belmont, and he came back home and he said, "Oh, there's twin boys in the band." And we said, oh, boy, where do we join? (laughs) We joined the pipe band. And my twin sister became a piper and I became a drummer. And and she ended up marrying Donald and I married Duncan. So, um, yeah, we we married them and we still continue to play in that pipe band. Um, We, when, um, when I was, they had, they, McEwen's had a bakery at the time, and when I was nine, I started work as a, as a, I learned how to type, and I was just um, working as a secretary in various places. And but then when I was nineteen, we had an opportunity to buy the cake shop, from the family cake shop. So my husband, my fiance at the time, and I bought the, the, the cake shop, and I owned the cake shop at nineteen. Got married at twenty, and um, and yeah. The rest is history. Well, well, sadly, he died when I was um, thirty-five. But, um, um, but yeah, I got through that. Um, but then after, before, um, before that, I became a chef. Um, when we, when the cake shop was uh, no longer viable, we shut that down and we went to TAFE and learned commercial cookery. Learned how to be a chef and worked for, as a chef for fifteen years, and then, um, then I decided, oh, this is this is too hard. Um, um, I became a, a, I applied to TAFE and became a TAFE teacher, 
and then taught taught people how to how to cook for a long time. And then there was opportunities in TAFE where I became a, a business manager, ended up being a training consultant, and then a business manager for one of the faculties, selling the commercial side of training uh, for customised training for industry. And then um, and then I retired when I was oh, twelve years ago, when I was fifty eight, and and. Then I bought myself an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> the things we do in retirement. And in the meantime, um, I joined the choir too. I joined the, the Sing Australia Choir. So, um, so I've been involved in pipe band and 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 the Sing Australia Choir. And when I, when I retired and bought the the iPad, I used to use it at the choir. Um, and one of the ladies in choir was in UCA. And that's how I became aware of UCA actually. She tapped me on the shoulder and she said, um, "Would you would you like to teach some people how to use their iPads in this year?" And I thought, "Wow, I I don't think I'm qualified to teach." She said, "Oh, you don't need any qualifications. You just need to know how to to do it and just have a passion for it." And I said, "Oh, sure, okay, I'll give it a go." And you know, I found discovered that that the more I taught, the more I learned. About about the iPad, really, it was just just one of the best things I think I've ever done in, in, in my life is is to to bring that joy to people to to because people our age and I'm jumping all over the place here, but people our age get given iPads and they get given devices by their kids and and they never get shown properly how to use them or how how much they can do with them, and so to to be able to teach people how to do that and show them and discover with them along the way stuff. It's just incredible. And then the lights come on and they're just overjoyed that they and they come back to me and they say, Oh my grandkids are so proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> how wonderful. <laughs> I think that is the most fantastic story because you you've raised some really interesting points just then. A, the fact that we're now in a technology age that we did not grow up with and we have to learn to cope with it and to have someone like you uh, willing to learn how to use it and then share that knowledge but also learn along the way is definitely fantastic. So, Lorraine, that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. The joy of helping people learn about the latest technology must give you the biggest thrill. Absolutely. Um, and and for some it can be really daunting. Um, I find that, that a lot of people get given given iPads or, or, or even um, notebooks or, 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 or laptops and they they all they end up doing with them is playing games. So they'll learn a game and then that's about it. Or they'll they'll learn how to send an email but they or they'll learn how to get an email, but don't know how to send one. Don't know how to how to put an attachment on it. On it. Don't know what to do with the photo that somebody sends them. So so we we go through all of those things. And and one of the things that that's the most important thing is that I, I give them the confidence to say, 
I don't, I'm not sh- I didn't quite get that. Can we go over it again? Because it's about when you go to, to an Apple store, for example, and you go up there and you say, there's something wrong with my iPad. I don't know how to do this. The young person will come up and say, do this, do this, do that, do that, and off you go. And you walk out of there more confused. So I make sure that my lessons are, are much, much more flexible than that. If we get, if we're going to do internet searching, for example, and they, they want to know more about that, we'll do it again next week. I just have an, an open class. I used to have it. When I first started teaching iPad, I had it very structured and I this week we'll do a calendar, this week we'll do this, this week. I've abandoned all of that. What we do now is I say, okay, what are we going to do this week? What would you like to do? And we negotiate to start up the front, what we're going to start with. And then when we go through that, they say, oh, my God, that was so interesting. Can we do it again next week? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll go through it over and over again until they've picked it up. And then they're coming back to me and they're saying, I'm using this. Wow. That's just so fabulous. And you know, one of the things that the, one of the best subjects that, that I've had so far this year is the, the teaching them how to use their calendars and their, and their reminders. Do you know, calendars and reminders are everything for me. When, when, um, when I have an appointment, if I don't write it in my calendar, I'll miss it. If I don't remind myself to do something tomorrow, I'll forget. So I'll, I'll put things in my calendars and remind it. And they, the people that are showing my classes just go, oh, my God, this is fantastic. I've, I've got all my husband's um, doctor's appointments in there now and I've got all the things that I have to do for the, the little committee I'm on it, my little resident, my residents. And so they're really loving it. You know, they're coming back to me and saying they're actually finding them, them much more use for their iPads and they're staying more connected. It's all about staying connected too. It's about being able to. And then last week one of the ladies come back and said, I actually FaceTimed my granddaughter in America oh. last week and she cried. I thought, oh. <laughs> That's why I do this. It's just fabulous, you know. It's just so, so fantastic to be able to do this to help people. And I, and I must say, though, I do it in a small group. You know, if, you, if you're doing this in a large group of, of people, um, people tend to get lost and they, 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 they're not brave enough to speak up in front of a large group in case they look like an idiot. And that's one word I will not allow in my class. I'm an idiot. Oh, there's no such thing. In fact, because not. I agree that there is no such thing as an idiot question or an idiot person. There's just someone that would appreciate knowing a little bit more. And with a helpful person like yourself, uh, helping them along the way, then those senior moments disappear. In fact, I think I'm going to have to start learning how to use my calendar and reminders so I don't have these senior moments. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, and you know, that just gives them more confidence to, to be out there in the world and, and remembering how to do things. But we're all forgetting everything. We're all forgetting stuff, you know. That, that, but to... But for for people, I say to my my people who say I'm an idiot, I don't know that. I, I I say no, you're not. You're not an idiot. You're actually you're actually a brave person who's got an open mind, willing to learn something. That's that's not the sign of an idiot, you know. Um, there are mm-hmm. lots of people out there who aren't as brave as you are, not to come and, and not learning. And some people are refusing to learn that stuff. So don't say call yourself an idiot. You're, you're actually you're actually being brave to get out there and and and, and prolong the life of your mind and to extend your mind to to keep yourself more vibrant for the for a longer period of your life. It sounds like we should put an invitation out there for everyone who's listening 
who think they can't learn anything or don't want to learn anything or feel challenged by learning things, to come and join us and to find out the joy or to experience the joy of achieving something that they were fearful of doing. To me, absolutely, U3A and, you know, is the way to go. U3A mm. is the way to go. And Would you mind if I add to that? and say it's not just the people who want to come to learn. I think we should be encouraging people who have passions about something, anything, who, who have hobbies, who have who know stuff about things, just to come and share their passion and, and be a leader with U3A because I can tell you from my, my perspective, I'm, I get so much joy from being a leader of a group in U3A um, it, it, because I learn more about what, I, what I've got, what I do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I see other opportunities to, to get other people involved and in sharing their passion. So that's what we need more than as much as anything, more leaders, more people who are willing to, to get out there and share their passion because the people in their classes so appreciate what that opportunity to learn something about something new. And while if I've got new people coming in, wanting willing to share passions, and that can be anything, playing cards, watching movies, um, book reading, um, carving, st- sculpting, painting, anything, exercise. I'm going to start a new class and exercise um, in an aqua next next year. I'm going to call it aqua stretch and strength because I do hydrotherapy at, at my Valentine Pool, and I'm going to I'm going to start a class based on what on the exercises I do, just to help people get more mobile. Um, so that sort of stuff. And, and the other thing I'm thinking of doing is is using a technology to 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 introduce um, to introduce film lounge chair film days and take them and take connect my device to to a big screen and take them on documentaries around the world, that sort of stuff. You know, the people who have given up on travel because of this COVID, silly COVID thing, um, and people who want to to actually remember what it was like to to travel the world and and are still interested in what's going on, we can have armchair film days and that sort of stuff. So there's a whole heap of things that we could do that you could lead, you know, you you could... Think of something that you can share with others and think of how you're going to do it and come along. Lorraine, that sounds fantastic. Is that the sort of thing that once you've created you could share with other U3As around the state of New South Wales? Yes, yeah, well, absolutely. We're, um, um, we're having a regional regional forums very soon. I'm hoping to share some ideas with, with my colleagues around here. <laughs> Sounds like a fabulous way of starting something brilliant that could make such a difference to so many people, to give them joy yeah. and uh, and pleasure and to get to, well, see places that they will never get to but also enjoy uh, listening to or uh, talking with others, potential mm. travellers or those who have been there. Mm. And, you know, one of the things I, I said before when I was talking to you, that whole um, that whole being getting involved with things is, is, is the best way to stay connected with life and living. You know, to be involved and to, to, to shut yourself away um, is to, to just simply wait to die, isn't it? But to get involved and to... to Open your 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 mind to opportunities to to expand it and to to keep it working is um, the way to live longer. 
You've actually said something quite interesting there. And, and I remember I listen to audio books and I remember sometimes there are lovely quotes in them. And one that I wrote down is, life is one long process of getting tired. And I, I wrote it down because I thought, I don't know who you are, but I'm not tired of life yet. And there's so much out there to do that I must disagree with that statement. Mm, yeah. Yeah. U3A offers so much that will not make us tired, that will give us joy and a thrill. And to meet people like yourself and others that we've spoken to or will speak to or you will meet around um, the areas, the the U3A towns uh, will be, encourage you to get out there and do more and be involved with more. Yeah. That's right, yeah, and and be brave enough to do it. You know, there's there's um, because it's about developing friendships as much as anything. You know, when you get involved in in a class and you're learning learning about things that you're all interested in, everybody in the room becomes friendly with each other and and at the end of that session it's always like oh let's do lunch let's go for lunch or let's um have coffee or something you know so it's really about developing those bonds of friendship as well and that's so important for our emotional well-being it is indeed especially at our age i believe because we don't have work to go to we have all this time uh, available to us now Mm. and i believe it's important that we feel we value our time and can do something that will enhance our appreciation yeah. of being alive and being being with mm. other people. But it's also about giving back too. I mean, I, I became a volunteer when I retired and, um, and I find that so much more rewarding than working in, in an <laughs> AM. Some, some of my friends say, God, you, you, you didn't give up work, you just stopped getting paid for it, you know. So but, but that's, that's a pleasure, you know, because it's, so, it's, it's that feeling of giving back and it is, it's just fills my time, fills my days and, and gives me, makes me feel still that I've got something worthwhile to contribute. It gives us a great reason to get out of bed in the morning, to get up and get out of the house and go out there and and enjoy the day. Absolutely, absolutely, because it's so easy to sit there in your house and watch your television all day, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I can't find that easy. I hate sitting down for too long. (laughs) I can't bear that. Bad for the back. Well, so do I. My television's on, never on. I don't know why I said that because I, I never turned the television on either. I don't know why I've got one in back, but too busy to watch it. But, um, but yeah, some, some people do have feel that there's nothing much more they can do, you know. But, um, yeah, anyway, it's, it's a good thing. It is it's a, a good thing. Well, thank you, Lorraine. It's been an absolute joy in uh, listening to your enthusiasm, your <laughs> excitement and how you've made such a huge difference to so many people's lives. And I thank you for that and encourage you to keep on going. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. Yeah, I will. Don't you worry, as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine, it's been a pleasure talking with you today and I look forward to the, our next conversation. Thank you, Lorraine, and it's likewise. It's been a pleasure for me. Thank you for listening in. If you would like to learn more about your local U3A, you can Google U3A Network NSW. 
or you can check out our Facebook page, Live, Laugh, Learn with U3A NSW. And if you would like to chat with me on a future episode of our podcast, you can email me on u3answ.podcast at gmail.com. This is your host, Laureen Mulcahy, signing off. Until next time, live, laugh, learn.